0: This is a Thunderpop special report. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Steven Presley, your host of Thunderpop Podcast. This is a special edition, and I wish it would have been under other circumstances and better circumstances that we were doing this special uh, mini-episode.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life, electric word life. Forever and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you, there's something else—the afterworld, a world of never-ending happiness. You can always see the sun, day or night. So when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills, you know the one. Doctor, everything will be alright. Instead of
0: asking, I want to get into the death of singer prince legendary artist huge loss just an just extraordinary performer and this 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 year has been crazy with the loss of gary shandling david bowie natalie cole prince lemmy it just goes on and on and on uh and and of course now prince So a little bit of a story behind uh, Prince, the day he died. So
1: we broke the story today that Prince died. Uh, And we now have some evidence that he seemed to know that this was coming. It's, It's certainly a huge shock for fans, for the world, for all. It was a shock for us. But yeah, it does seem like Prince himself and maybe some people close to him knew that this was coming. So here's what we know. Um, we can tell you number one that uh, people connected with Prince say kind of out of the blue a month ago he started writing his memoirs and wanted to felt the need to start quickly. Um, they had been talking about doing memoirs, and by the way i didn 't even tell you this, but apparently the memoirs were going to go all the way up to the Super Bowl in 2007 and okay. and um, And and he had talked about doing it for a long time, but then felt compelled to write as quickly as he could. And he wrote 50 pages of this memoir. Now, again, he was found dead today um, in in his recording studio in Paisley Park, and um, the the backdrop of this is that a week ago, uh, we broke a story that on his way back from a concert in Atlanta, he made an emergency landing in Moline, Illinois, um, to go to the hospital. He was rushed to the hospital by ambulance, and the reps told us it was the flu, but, but it seemed weird it to just, us because he had been coming from Atlanta. He was 48 minutes by air from his home. It just seemed weird that he would have to make an emergency landing when he was
0: that close to home just
1: for flu. And we had heard
0: now, that when... So anyway, that's the guys from TMZ, Harvey and Larry from TMZ. I've been on TMZ multiple times as a Skype correspondent. I started doing it even when they were just an online platform. They weren't showing uh, TMZ Live on television yet. They started putting Facebook posts that we need Skype correspondents. And this is going back, I think, to 2011 when I did my first TMZ Live. It was only online at the time. The show itself had been on the air for uh, quite a while but the actual TMZ Live, that's a spinoff of TMZ, was only online. You could get it on iTunes, I think as a video podcast. At any rate, I saw a post on Skype, on uh, Facebook one day, and I just, what the hell? So I emailed the email address, and next thing you know, they had me on Skype, and they were auditioning me to be a Skype correspondent. As a result of that, I had been on a kind of break from doing media things in front of the camera and, and behind the microphone for a long time. After the Captain Badass years, I went into becoming a DJ and, and went into mobile DJing and doing weddings and parties uh, and had sort of taken a hiatus, a break from doing uh, camera stuff. And so TMZ kind of was what pulled me back into it and maybe it was a springboard for me eventually getting into doing Thunderpop, an actual podcast. So I have the TMZ people to thank. Or I have them to blame, I guess. Depending on your opinion on the whole thing. Anyway, I uh, now about once a month. I've done probably about twenty of them now uh, over the last couple of years. About almost like clockwork, once a month I do one, unless I'm busy. If, if it's a, they they'll Skype me or they'll text me and say, "Hey, are you free today? Uh, we're gonna get you on." And they always the way it works. They send they'll send you the list of topics for the day, and like anything else in television it's constantly changing i've had topics that i had already done the prep for that was already picked out for me pulled like minutes before i'm about to go on and switch for a different topic and suddenly i've got to talk about something that happened with miley cyrus on instagram that I had no idea. I have to go and f- have five minutes to research it before I'm about to go on and do it. And I think that's why they like me, because I'm good at coming up with just some bullshit, just talking talking about stuff, and not having any idea, but making it sound like I know what I'm talking about. Uh, so I have a knack for that, I suppose. At any rate, I had not done one in a while, though. It had been a few months. Uh, I've just been busy. Uh, whenever they've they've hit not that i'm super mr busy guy but or super mr important guy but it's just been a matter of timing whenever they've wanted me to come on i was doing something that day had to work or whenever i wanted to actually do it they were busy for themselves and couldn't get me in so anyway this uh last thursday they sent me a message and i was actually having a particularly busy day because i was about to have three weddings in three days as a wedding dj my day job at any rate i'm preparing for three weddings And I didn't know. I said, well, I hadn't done one in a while. So I went ahead, against my better judgment, time-wise, knowing that I probably couldn't afford the time, I decided to go ahead and do it. So I said, yeah, let's do it. Why not? So they sent me the usual topics. And the topics that day were going to be about Kelly Ripper and the Live with Kelly and Michael debacle that's been in the news. There was a story about Mariah Carey in France. There was another story related to probably um, the Kardashians. Because they're almost on every episode of TMZ. Uh, Probably a Justin Bieber in there too. That's what people want to talk. That's what people want to talk about. That's what people want to hear about. So that's what they're going to put on TMZ. It It drives the numbers. So that it's a business. At any rate, I'm prepared for three topics. What they do is they say pick three topics, and then when we get closer to you coming on for your test call, which you do about an hour before you go on, when you go on TMZ live, you do your test call, and so. There's, there's obviously been a, a turnover because from the very first time I was on to now, I probably have dealt with like five different people. So it's changed over time. So I can get in really good with one producer. And then a year later, there's a completely different person in charge that has no idea who I am and, and doesn't even realize I've been on the show before. So any seniority that you build up as a TMZ Skype correspondent can completely get um, clean cleared off the plate and you could have to start all over again. And then suddenly they want you to audition again. And they want you to prove yourself that you can handle yourself on live TV and be able to come up with things to say on the fly. And, and, uh, so that that's come up. I think they have some notes, so they probably know a little bit of background based off of that of whether this guy is going to come on and start trying to spit conspiracy theories and say the world is, the world is exploding. The world is exploding or whether he's actually going to come on and actually talk about the topics that they've, That you've agreed on and takes you're going to have are going to be good and interesting. I'm on there. I'm excited. I'm going to get to talk about the Kelly Uh And I've got some funny stuff that I had prepared for that. And so I was really excited to talk about that. I'm on the phone with them. Or I'm on Skype, actually. And I'll read you to the earliest part. I had already said I was going to be on. They said, great, Thanks. Next, the next step, and they send you a script. The next step will be conduct a test call. Check in your connection. We will begin test calls at 9.30. Uh, it only takes a minute, blah, 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 blah. And then I said, that sounds good. Uh, awesome. Keep your Skype open. And it went on from there. Then say, we'll do, back and forth. We're starting the test call in about 10 minutes. Anyway, there's a huge delay uh, from, the, from what normally goes down. It's Things usually move at a certain rate where we have our test call, and then we have a follow-up. And anyway, they started sending me messages like, sorry, wait, uh, we're behind today. Uh, There's a huge uh, breaking story. We'll begin test calls shortly. Thanks for your patience. Again, TMZ Live is running way behind, but should be getting underway uh, soon. Keep an eye out for the updates regarding your call. Uh, I'll message you. Okay, yeah, just, just sounds good. Then I get a text from my friend Patty. And I'm so caught up in researching the three topics that were supposed to be on my plate, eventually to narrow down to the topic that was Kelly and Michael. I'm researching Mariah Carey in France. I'm researching Kelly and Michael debacle. I'm researching, uh, I can't remember the third story. I don't even remember what that 3rd the third topic was, but I'm researching those three topics. I'm so focused on those three topics that I miss the... Biggest story of the hour, of the month, of the week, of the day that there's been death at Paisley Park. TMZ reports. TMZ breaks the story. There's been a death at, at first. It's reported there's death at Paisley Park, but it's not specific. But I get a text from my friend Patty. All while I'm doing all this research, something I probably would have already had caught on to, like right away, because I'm I'm always looking at news feeds online, looking for things to talk about on the podcast or just things to read about, because I'm you know just love. Love random information. I get a text, and it's purple raindrops, and it, I believe a, a a tear on a, a little um, image, text to me from Patty. And it said, Prince. And I'm like, wait a minute. Okay. And it's raining that day. So I'm just, I'm not, I don't, it doesn't register with me right away. Because for me, I don't think, and I, I missed, believe it or not, I actually missed that Prince had, had an emergency landing a week previous that went quite way past me it was probably uh, a day I was busy I was out on the field working a wedding or something was going on I was probably uh, completely on a different story or a different topic and I missed the fact that Prince had actually had emergency landing. I think if I had caught that then that text would have meant something different to me. I am then I'm reading about the breaking news there's something big going on and suddenly because I was just thinking oh maybe she's sending that message because she's depressed because it's a rainy day and it didn't occur to me that it was something major and i i as i'm on TMZ's website then i see that there's been a death at paisley park but i i can't imagine after all the celebrity deaths that we've had in 2014 and 2016 i'm like no of course not prince no prince healthy i think a prince is always being healthy full of energy <clears throat> i thought he was going to be here until he was 100 years old to be honest with you I thought he was going to be one of those kind of people You know they're just going to be performing like willie nelson then i start piecing things together and i start getting curious i start scrolling facebook and it hasn't quite blown up on facebook yet but then suddenly a few things start popping up on newsfeed and it all pieces together so i i immediately i skype back tmz and by the way tmz broke this story i can't tell you enough about how crazy it was to be scheduled to go on the show had not been on there in a while I'm on Skype with them, I'm on text with them, all while they're breaking this story. And they broke they broke the Michael Jackson was dead first, too. So they've been very credible on these uh, breaking news stories, and they've been like the first to get to these stories. Suddenly, I email them, I text them back and say, yeah, crazy, crazy, I know y'all are busy. Huge deal, Ter- terrible thing. So then she, she reports back to me, texts back to me and says, do you want to talk about Prince today? and I'm like oh my goodness wow and I'm thinking wow so I had already had a prepped and all this I was going to be funny I was going to go on and say some funny stuff about the Kelly and Michael thing I was going to talk about how Kelly Ripper you know had supposedly been threatening to um, leave the show because she wasn't happy with how she found out about Michael Strahan leaving the show and she was going to She had a walkout, and people weren't sure she was going to come back. And I was thinking how funny it would be if if Michael Eisner had her in the office at Disney and said, look, if you want to walk, you can walk. But hey, look, you're not even going to be the biggest exit we have at ABC this year. That's going to be the lady from Castle. I was going to say something along those lines. I had that already kind of worked out. The Prince thing, and they wanted me to talk about Prince. So I'm like, wow, I've got to talk about Prince. And he just died. And this is the show that broke the story, and I'm going to go on the show. Not that I'm a big deal, but it just felt like a big deal at the time. And I'm, I'm, I'm no stretch of the imagination. I'm not even close to being a big deal, but it just felt like a, a kind of big deal to, to go on there and do that. I wasn't even sure if I was prepared to handle it. Suddenly, I was talking to my friends on Facebook. Everybody's going back and forth on newsfeed, and I had a few things ready to say and just was going to kind of let it go. But long story short, they... Were so ran we ran out of time and I didn't get to go on. But they wanted me to come on the next day and I actually was going to be busy the next day, so I said I'll do it Monday. And I went back on Monday and I got to talk about Prince. So to set it up a little bit, they were going to talk about Prince's emergency landing audio that they had just acquired and had it on the show played. But and I was going to talk about that. Same thing happened. About five minutes before I'm about to go on, they say, you know, now we're also going to talk about how he's having money. He had money problems before he passed away. And Prince was very, I mean, he was originally reported he was worth $300 million. Then it was scaled down to now maybe as low as $150 million, which is still a huge amount of money. But the problem or the thing with Prince is he was very particular about not letting his music go to streaming platforms. Uh, if you, if you, like, when he, after he passed away, I'm looking for places to listen to Prince on the radio. And I've got my Pandora app. I open it up. I put on a Prince station. There's a Prince station on Pandora. But the irony is on the Prince station, there's no Prince music. You've got James Brown. You've got Michael Jackson. I think there's even Justin Timberlake. But there's no Prince because obviously he did not have a license deal with Pandora. He did have it with like our Heart, our Heart Radio, but he pulled his video. He had his videos always pulled from YouTube. Well, anyway, I talk about that. I decided to go on, and, and when they had me, when they had me talk about his money issues, I, I had some stuff for that.
1: Prince was a brilliant musician, a terrible businessman. Terrible so the, I just want the difference between him and Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson spent a lot of money. Michael Jackson had a lot of money, made it, but he spent so much. Right, but he planned out his stuff properly. Prince just never planned it absolutely true. Prince is absolutely had the same music. He just never leveraged it the way Michael did.
0: Steven in Austin, Texas. Hey, guys. You know, Prince, he was also very strict when it came to keeping his music off streaming platforms and online platforms. And then he turned down a Guitar Hero deal. I know that they offered him that would have given him a ton of money. And I think it hurt him with kind of the younger fan base, everybody that was born after 1996,
1: millennials. Uh, Actually, I had a, a... Horrifying with his, conversation with, with my niece. I knew you were gonna with say my that. niece two years ago, who had no idea who Prince was. I said to her this weekend, "I get if I hadn't told you that. You'd be wondering what, what's all this big. See, fuss about? this is this is when when you start yeah, getting I mad. At, when, when you, get you start getting mad at, at younger people for not knowing stuff. Okay, we're gonna move on.
0: We'll- so there you go. Anyway, I had to take talked about his guitar hero deal and anything. So anyway, that's my day and that's my weekend, and it's a terrible loss. Uh, Prince Rogers Nelson, fifty-seven years old, dead at fifty-seven. We're going to do a special Prince episode. As we'll do a Thunderpop extra, uh, and hopefully have one of our biggest Prince fans from my circle of people that I know come on, and we'll talk Prince. And we're going to do, do that show uh, in the future. I don't know when, but we will do that in the future. Anyway, I just wanted to kind of do a little special report on the weekend and how it unfolded and the day that it was going on and how i i was sort of in a way i was kind of felt by distance connected to how it all unfolded and there's my story prince rogers nelson dead at 57 years old huge loss